The Serbs were proud and determined people, and they weren't taking this lying down. Over the course of the campaign, it is estimated they fired around 700 SAMs, albeit in the main unguided. They managed to down a few aircraft, including a US stealth fighter, the F-117. They also launched every serviceable aircraft they had, almost all of which were summarily dispatched by US fighters. They had a formidable array of AAA, mostly deployed around Belgrade. Over the common radio frequency, we heard a number of US missions aborting, owing to the ferocity of the defences around their targets. But for us, to date, nothing. Phew. Our target for Mission 3 was a factory complex in the middle of a town in southern Kosovo, and we routed through the former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia. Well, there was no point in exposing ourselves to risk unnecessarily. Our attack run was down a convenient stretch of land running from the open country to the target in the town centre. We would fly south of the target and box round to the left, ending up on our attack heading roughly southwest. Minimising collateral damage to non-combatant civilians and facilities was always first priority, and this routing gave me the opportunity to sneak a look at the target as we headed east. And there it glowed, right under my Tiald cursor. All looked good, and so it transpired. Two, PW2, right through the roof. Relief. I felt I'd finally lost my combat cherry. The RTB was as quiet as the way out. All in all, it was rather a strange experience to have delivered 2,000 pounds of death and destruction with no reaction from the ground. Six hour plus sorties were excessive for what we were achieving, and much work was going on behind the scenes to find a shorter route. In due course, it came. Head east out of Bruggen through the former East Germany, the Czech Republic and Slovakia, south through Hungary and so into Serbia. The plus side was that it shortened the overall mission length by two to three hours. The downside was that it pointed us straight at Belgrade. It's fair to say that my one sortie in the vicinity of Belgrade exposed me to the most spectacular firework display I will ever witness, with AAA tracer everywhere. Sam's as well, possibly, but so far I didn't see any too close to us. Stu did later refer to me as Blind Pew when he was dined off the squadron. Not quite sure why. We lined up in trail, the target, a storage site. Soon our leader was calling, Chaff! Flare! The action call for defensive measures to be deployed. Then, Tanks! Again, an action call in response to a severe and imminent threat for the man in back to jettison the almost full fuel tanks and bomb load, shedding a great deal of weight and permitting greater manoeuvre. They were only a few minutes ahead of us, but were getting all the attention. To be honest, I was quite happy with that. You could hear the tension in Gilbert's voice as he made the calls. Hey-ho, a good lookout around us before going heads in for our attack. We did have number three behind us, whose job was to watch our tail. It was more of a psychological boost, as quite how they would spot a missile heading our way in the gloom is anyone's guess. So we pressed on. Again, I had a very good mark on the target, followed by weapon release and splash. Exactly what was stored in those buildings was not known to us, 
However, there was an almighty explosion and a fireball that blanked my screen for a time, then a pall of smoke and flame rising rapidly into the air. Job done. Time to head home, pronto. As a result of our leader's experience, the three ship behind us chose not to press on with their attack. We weren't in a fight to the death for the freedom of the West, after all, so there was little point in taking excessive risks. The decision was not challenged, but that choice will always be a fine line to walk. Shortly after the deployment, Milosevic capitulated and his forces withdrew from Kosovo.